Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. For those of you who I have not met, 
my name is Tamara Andress. I am a personal and professional development coach, and I'm also the founder of Fit in Faith Media. Fit stands for founders, innovators, and trailblazers who are on mission for the kingdom of heaven. And so I, I get to do that and show up in such a unique way and helping people build business and brand strategies and podcasting and storytelling through their books and my publishing company. And uh, additionally, one of my favorite things is all of the experiences that come along with it because I am such an experiential learner myself. And I found similar to as we were talking about earlier, Linnell said the statement as far as the Grow for God conference, she said, there are no words for this conference. It's everything that happens off camera that is lifelong and life changing. And that's where experiences really come into play. So even though we are here on this app and I believe it's an experiential process there, you can't see the fact that I danced to receive the mic from Amanda. You can't see my smile or my energy or the fact that I am like completely leaned in towards every single one of you right now to share the message that's been on my heart specifically this week. But honestly, it's been a compilation of this year in so many different ways. And I hope that it's an unlock for you as you step into this new year and uh, just energy uh, and also expectancy for what God is doing in so many different realms. And so obviously we are in this new year. Last year we were talking about goals and planning and this year there's a lot of people who are in that strategy component. And so there are strategies being had in the head, right? The mindset strategies. How can I make next year bet better? There's the goals. There's actual resolutions. And I would encourage you to, to make those not resolutions as new year resolutions, but life resolutions. It shouldn't be something that you just do once. That's where habits and habit stacking are associated. Uh, different planning measures and strategy that are taking place and business development. Uh, this past couple of weeks, I've had the, the joy of being on calls with people who are devising business plans and helping them strategize in one page how they can effectively say yes to what God has laid on their heart. I also see that there is so much going on, obviously still in the media, still um, from a political realm. There are marriages that are breaking and there are marriages that are being blessed right now. There are relationship strategies and, and so much that's taking place as a society all the time. There's this new strand of COVID out. I don't know if you guys have heard about it, but it feels like everyone has it, right? Everyone has it. And I am, I'm not willing to stand by the wayside and allow all of these strategies to not hear what the strategies are for and the ultimate reason that these strategies are taking place, that people from one side of the, of the camp are showing up to war and why there is a kingdom of heaven. There is a good news. As TM said this morning, there are good news people who are ready to stand up as well and speak life into all of these different strategies. And that's my heart for today's message. And so I know it's going to speak to you. So I have been reading from this incredible book that I highly recommend. Um, you can DM me the word or the number seven, and I'll send you the exact link. DM me the number seven, either here or Instagram, either one, but it's called the seven Mountain Prophecy, Unveiling the Coming Elijah Revolution. And I have never heard of this before um, this year. And I've been in my faith and really diving deep into the understanding of the Holy Spirit and that relational feature. And how can I show up in my business every single day rooted and founded? And when things come out of my mouth, even just a business strategy, I always go to Jesus as one of the people within my own internal mastermind. What do you say about this? Whether it's an acquisition strategy, whether it's a funnel system like we talked about with Grant and Glenn last week 
week when I was on here, um, whether it's a, a sales tactic, whether it's a way that I am nurturing and encouraging my clients, I want it to come fr from and through the lens of God the Father, because if it comes through me, if it comes through the flesh, it will go wrong, it will fall on a deaf ear, and it will not take root in the way that I want it to take root, which is to ultimately bear good and healthy fruit. And so this seven mountain prophecy, I'm gonna share with you what's happening in society, what's happening in these strategies, and why it's happening. And so um, I'm going to start with a story because everyone loves a good story. And if you've never heard of these two organizations, they are uh, monumental in youth organizations. They're monumental in colleges um, and a part of my story as well. And so it's with the owner and founder of YWAM, which is Youth with a Mission, and also with the owner and founder and leader of Campus Crusades, which is a college um, experience for people who are trying to take um take their life by the horns of the kingdom when they're in college. And so what had occurred was these two were going to be meeting for the first time. And on their way, the Lord actually shared with them two separate messages at separate times, but on the way to this meeting about this seven mountain strategy. And the revelation of the, of the Lord was that there were seven mountains, or you could say them as kingdoms, that are basically mind molders of society. This word mind molders. If there is good news, then that means there is bad news. And that means corruption is just as confident as the good side, the glorifying side. And therefore there are two armies taking place at any given time. We understand this in the spiritual realm when it comes to angels and enemies, right? And so understanding that there are seven of these and that you, you individually, you Kim, you Michael, you Shelly, you Annette, you all are called and orchestrated as purpose-driven leaders to be able to ascend and take ownership on these different mountains. And these are the mountains. You will probably hear as I'm sharing something that leaps in your spirit that says, yeah, that one's mine. I'm going in hot for that one, right? I uh, also know that there is an opportunity for you to ascend multiple mountains, whether it's done simultaneously or it's done in different seasons of your life. There might be different eras that you are actually going to ascend and take dominion. And these are them, the seven mountains, media, government, education, economy, religion, celebration of arts and entertainment, which is also associated to filmmaking and photography and social media, things like that, family and social services. I don't know about you, but when I read that list, I have my toe in a lot of them, if not all. I have kind of shut the door from a governmental side of things, from a political side of things for a lot of different reasons. And yet in this last year, I have really felt my spirit emerge when it comes to politics and not to get ingrained in them, but to understand that if we as kingdom leaders flee from a dominion, guess what happens to that specific mountain? It is owned and operated by the enemy. You think about it as TM was talking about from a media realm. What do you hear? The bad news, right? You think about education and the huge uproar that's taking place in the public school system and, and the fact that they're trying to take God out of a place that was established as a God idea. There's the economy. This is where the business leaders are. This is where I have my jam all the time, right? I can talk business all day long, but I don't want to do it if I'm doing it alongside the greedy. I don't want to do it if I'm doing it alongside the self-serving. I want to give. I want to show up. I want to serve. 
I want to see people shine in their own authority and light with intention, not to take or dim my light, but to magnify the light of the father who gifted the light in the forefront. There is religion and people are fleeing from religion. Pastors, 1500 pastors a day leave the ministry. How sad is that? We're also seeing an uproar of things happening in the religious spirit, the things that are happening uh, from the pulpit, the words that are being said. I can assure you that in good news, we cannot just sit in the good news of salvation. We can't just say, oh, you've accepted God and now all is good. You're going to heaven and therefore that is it. No, there is good news about the kingdom. There is good news about the dominion in the space that you have desired to ascend to. Religion doesn't always get it right. Neither does man. But the kingdom of heaven, which is actually the eighth mountain that's over top of all of these mountains, no matter who sits on the throne of those specific things, there is a God who controls it all. That should give you hope. That should give you freedom to propel that should give you excitement to know that he is overseeing every single thing that you're doing, every strategy that you're trying to ascend. I go to the family mountain, I'm skipping ahead, and I understand that you want to have a loving, nurturing relationship with your siblings, with your spouses, with your parents, with your children. Ascend that mountain, my friend. Imagine if broken homes were not the number, were not the stat. Imagine if divorce didn't win. Imagine if we as kingdom leaders had the opportunity to proclaim the, the safety that it feels inside of our family versus the rejection and the isolation and the tables that are taken away from us because so-and-so doesn't like so-and-so or get along with so-and-so. That is not the heart of the father. Jesus himself let everyone come to the table. This is so critical for us to understand and, and the book continues to go on with proclaiming and giving us the actual details of the strategy of every single mountain. The strategy is part prayer, because if we miss the spiritual warfare component of this battle, we will fail. But guess what? This is the part where people call me a purpose activator. And this is why, because it's not just the prayer, it's the action. Because having prayed, we must then respond to the grace that is released after that prayer. Our faith and works go hand in hand. Pause, pray, vision. As I was reading this, this actually happened on Monday morning and I was sitting in tears in the darkness of my home and the Christmas trees lit still. And I, I closed my eyes and I was just weeping over the fact that these mountains have been destroyed. My husband is a, is a mountain climber. He, he's in, infused that into my spirit as well, being outside. And my son, who's been hiking since he was four. And my daughter, who just completed her first seven-mile hike in Vegas with Nate and some other beautiful people from Breakfast with Champions and, and my family. The mountain, this is the key component of all mountains, is not just about the territory of the people. It's not just to win souls. That's the salvation. Kingdom is actually an entire principle around atmospheres. Kingdom is everything here on earth as it is in heaven. You guys, the rocks cry out for God. The trees will bend to him. The waves roar their thunder to him. 
every single component of earth, the kingdom, the nations that you desire to go after, don't just go after the souls, go after the ground. I have it tattooed on my forearm because I love that song so much that I was just referencing that's also biblical scripture is so will I. If the rocks cry out, if the stars will shine, so will I. I am greater than he who is, who he was, right? We are the great I am, and therefore we must show up and showcase that specific thing as we ascend these mountains. Do not get complacent in the fact that your teaching position feels small or weary or hard during this COVID situation. Think about social services. Think about healthcare providers. Think about doctors. I'm seeing so many people in the psychology realm. They're, they're fleeing the mental health sector because it's too much right now. They're tapped out because guess what? The enemy is winning in those spaces. But I don't know about you. I've got three tactics, three strategies through your own experience that are going to help you ascend your mountain. This is not from the book, but I am learning chapter by chapter as I go through and understand these different territories that there is a system to every single thing. And someone mentioned earlier that the kingdom of God is in order. That is true. And therefore, we must order our steps and we must order ourselves according to his will, his plan, not people's plan. We will stand and we will create and we will plan and we will business strategize all day long. And that is a good and well thing. And I believe it's God honoring. But if it is not rooted on the word, that if it's not prioritizing his mission and if it's not giving him glory, you are creating something where your ascension will only last so long you will fall. You will fail. And it's not because success and the people at the top won't still feel like they're in the limelight. They won't still be getting the money that they really greedily want. They won't. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Are still getting the recognition or the airtime that they need? But it's because there's an army that I am warring with, that I am cultivating alongside brothers and sisters who see the same destruction and we're coming after you. And we're not coming after it with the one name. We're coming after it, not our name, his name, the only name that matters. And so here are the three strategies I want to give them to you. And I love how when Stephen was talking earlier with Linnell and they were talking about the spirit of religion and how that is a demonic component that has actually blanketed the nations, the nations, y'all. Nations is mentioned 300 times in the Bible. 300 times that word is stated, and it's because it's not just speaking to the soul, it's speaking to the earth. It's speaking to everything in the earth, everything in the atmosphere, the spirits that you cannot see. God has control over those. It actually makes me think of the biblical reference of Jericho and how when they were going around the city and God told them that this is theirs, that this is their territory, that he's going to give it to them. Guess what they didn't do? They didn't go up to the people and ask 
They didn't say, hey, can I take this land from you? Because that probably wouldn't work out very well. They also didn't go with the intent of just killing and destroying everyone, though they knew that it would fall. They knew the dominion was coming down in that space. They went with faith, hope, trust, and love. But more importantly, above all of those things, even they went with a sound. They went with the sound of heaven. They encamped that specific wall of Jericho and they were walking around six, six times. And on the seventh time, that number, that seven of completion, the seven mountain prophecy is what I'm referencing right now. They blew their trumpets and the walls came down. The atmosphere changed based on the sound and the precedence of their spirit. And they were able to destroy a nation. They were able to destroy a mountain and reestablish the nation and the kingdom of heaven based on sound. That's a part of the strategy, y'all. Create an army as you ascend and make sure that your army is rooted and founded in worship, in word, in sound. That what's coming out of their mouth, what's coming out of their spirit, what's literally spilling over in their spaces is the sound of heaven. We were talking about the Grow for God conference earlier this morning, and it is something I am just so electrically excited about to hear not only the testimonies of people, but the transcendence and the transformation that doesn't just lead to a feel-good emotion that takes place for a week after and then dwindles. It is a life-transforming experience, and guess why? Because one of my non-negotiables when I partnered with Glenn was sound. I said, I'll be there, but there are specific people, a sound of heaven that has to be in the room. I did not know what would transpire. I did not know what all of the other speakers that came from the Rise and Grind show would share. And I was so honored to meet and spend, spend time with them and, and know that they had a good heart. They were sharing those things out with Glenn on stage. But what happened was the sound shifted, the spirit showed up, and it literally was taking root in every single soul. To the point that Linnell, sweet Linnell, was crying out. That sweet Suki came up and said, I've waited 74 years to hear that message. That marriages were saved. That people came back into knowing the Lord. They were falling on their face because when you ascend in a heavenly way, it doesn't look like you're hiking a mountain. God will literally pluck you up in your fetal position. He will take you from that surrendered state of knees down, face down, tears stained, and he will place you on the top of the mountain to be heard because he knows that at that point you are the void vessel that he can use as the conduit of heaven, of his grace, of his spirit, of his word, of his life-giving nature. Create an army that that so comes out of that you can just circle that place in prayer. You can just circle it and that prayer could be quiet. And yet when the sound comes on, when the lights turn on of all the individual entities of that family that was standing at my side, blew the roof off that place. Areas, mountains that people were coming into that they were standing on top of, it was questioned it was sacrificed. It was changed. That society had mind molded them to believe one thing and now they know something else. And that is what Grow for God is about. 
I want to get all up in your business with the army of people that I know without a shadow of a doubt are rooted and founded on who God calls them to be, that they're willing to penetrate and defend the mountain, not ascend in a silo. That's what's happened and that's why it's breaking is that there are silos existing and these silos are being destroyed right before my very eyes. So as I sat and my tears were falling on Monday morning in the darkest of my home, what I had talked about a couple minutes ago, and we'll bring you back into that space. My kids sleeping, my mom sleeping upstairs, my husband sleeping upstairs. I was weeping. I was crying out to God because I am ascending. I can feel it in my very core. And there are surely senses of, of fear, of worry, of doubt, because flesh can come in and the enemy can control my mind. But in this moment, God showed me this waterfall from heaven, this beautiful waterfall. He was standing at the top in his light, his aura, his space, the light that I always seek, the sunshine that I always try to give other people when they experience um, what God has gifted to me, the rainbow, the light. He was there and this waterfall from heaven was coming down and my mouth was wide open and the entire waterfall, the, the pressure, the girth of the waterfall, the energy of the waterfall, the hydration of the waterfall was going into my soul. And I sat there weeping, God honoring, excited, because I knew as that was being filled, as my cup was being filled, that this is not that funnel. This is the hourglass I referenced. Come into the kingdom of heaven and experience a table, experience an hourglass where no one leaves you at the wayside. No one drops you at the corner. No one abandons you. We make your bed for you. We sit and fight alongside you. And when the time has come for you to ascend, for you to have that shining moment, you're gifted it without question, without doubt, without any holdback. Create an army. Be alongside those people. Allow yourself to receive from the Holy Spirit the download that is meant for you in these areas, media, government, education, economy, which is business, it's finances, it's making the money in order for the kingdom to stand firm, tall, well, whole. Religion, get back into the desire of being an ordained minister. Don't be ashamed to be a pastor. Don't be ashamed because what's happening in the pastoral realm is we think pastors are poor. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Pastors are rich. Celebration and entertainment. This is the fun. This is the party. This is the light. You think of New Orleans. You think of the destruction that has taken place in that city during Mardi Gras. There's actually reference to that here in this book. And it's talking about the fact that the author of this book actually had a revelation a year before the hurricane hit that space. Nations, you guys. God controls everything. And I don't say that he takes things by storm with a desire to kill, steal, and destroy. In fact, he comes to bring life. What do you think he did with Noah and the ark? He had to lay down the mountains. He had to flatten them in order for there to be in a reestablished ownership of heaven. And he protected those who gave faith, those who made way, those who literally built a boat against everyone else's belief or even understanding. 
Lean not on your own understanding. Trust in him. Acknowledge him in the process. And he will make your path straight. This strategy that you're trying to create for your business, he will make a way. He does it every time. He's laid on my heart in the last couple months a school, a faith-driven entrepreneur school. An ordination meets operation. It's an opportunity for us to literally exist, to make a way for kingdom entrepreneurs to actually operate and activate and not just get information or motivation, but operation and activation. That's what we're going to be doing. Grow for God, the conference. It's just a way to bring us all together, this whole army together and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what territory are you operating in? What mountain are you ascending? How can I help you? Oh, I'm actually a couple steps ahead of you. Let me throw you. Let me catapult you ahead of me because you have something that the world needs to hear. You have something and that something is him and him alone. The gifts and talents that are inside of you, the dreams and desires that are inside of you, they come from heaven above. You want to stake claim on a nation. You want to go to Africa and, and harvest and, and heal and, and, and be alongside all of those sweet babies. Me too. I want to heal the homes. I want to heal the healthcare. I want to heal all of these places. You have righteous dominion, my friends. Stop lacking. Stop thinking that you're not enough. Stop thinking that you're not worthy. Stop thinking that you're not called. You are greater. You are greater than every enemy tactic that is around you. Every chaotic experience that you might be dwelling within, remove yourself. Better your mind. Pray and activate. I said I was going to give you three tools for your methodology. I told you that the first is the army of ascension. It is collecting the people, being the leader, commanding the army, coaching the people so that they too come alongside you in community and force and front. The second is your location. Where are you? Where are you in revelation or revelation to these mountains? Where are you? I'm thinking of the pinpoint on the map on my Google phone when I'm looking where my husband is. How long is it going to be till you're home? Oh no, you're on the other side of heaven. I got to wait a couple more hours before you're here. Right? Where are you? On the mountain. Know the position in which you are fighting. And understand that your past is a map to your current location. You think your past is, is to the wayside. You think your past is what's holding you back. That's also a lie. Don't look at it as a prison. Look at it as a pathway. Every ailment, every trauma, every pain, every tear, it was intended for you to nurture all of those that are going to heaven right now. Heaven is here on earth. We pray that every single day in the Lord's prayer. And yet we doubt that it exists because with our fleshly eyes, we see these mountains being destroyed by the enemy. But I can promise you this. I have brothers and sisters who are ascending these spaces and they are taking claim of the territory based on the location of where they are at that moment. Everyone wants to get to the top. I see that. I know that. I understand that. But the ultimate top is the eighth mountain. It is God the Father. He will position you at the foothills. He will position you at the valleys of that mountain with purpose. Stop trying to get to the top. Stop trying to teleport yourself. Stop trying to go so fast 
that you forget the mission. All of us want that ascension, but it's not that we're trying to ascend for the glory of our name. It's that we're trying to ascend for the glory of God. That's the army I hang out in. That's the people and the brothers and sisters that I align with. You tell me your vision and I think it's amazing, but all I want to know is what is it rooted in? What is it founded in? You've got a media company, awesome. There's nothing to it if it's not founded in the faith. There's nothing to it if you're not trying to glorify God. There's nothing to it if the people that are walking alongside you are not doing it in integrity. Your past is a map to your location. Don't let it repeat itself. Let it propel you. The last step is the number three. And this is what I love about armies. It's what I love about being a commander. It's why I love the movie Braveheart so much. And it's the essence. It's the call of freedom. It's the reference to the Jericho walls that went down. It's the sound, you all. What sound is in your soul? What are you fueling your soul with? Are you learning from the enemy in those mountains of territory? Or are you opening the word? Are you worshiping? Are you in prayer so that when your activation happens, when your mouth opens, it is not from you, y'all. This is not from me. The Grow for God conference, when people take stage there, when people sit at the tables with you and they do the breakout rooms, when they come on as sponsors, and I am praying for sponsors who feel this way about a different mountain. I want everyone in the kingdom of heaven, I want every mountain to be represented in that space. If that is you, if this is speaking to you, if you want to sponsor, if you want to host a table of young entrepreneurs who are coming into their own, there is a mission. There are people standing behind me right now, here even on stage and in this room, who know that it is for the greatest God that they've ever met, that they have bared witness, that they have a relationship with Jesus Christ himself and every desire of their heart, every mountain of territory is meant to literally bow at the feet of the eighth mountain. And I'm praying that over this room right now, that as you ascend, you recognize, you recognize the number one and you give him glory with your sound every single time. So create an army, know your location and have a sound, a sound that is being fueled by none other than God, the father, the son, and the Holy spirit. That is relationship. Claim the nations and he will get his dominion. This is Tamara. I believe I am passing it on to one of the greats. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.